Welcome to Balanced Hormones, Balanced Life Podcast. This is Dana Palmer. I'm your host. Thanks for joining me as I discuss all things to do with health, hormones, and everything in between. Hi guys, welcome to episode 42. Thank you so much for all of those of you that have been sharing this podcast and um, referring it to your friends. I really appreciate it. Um, Something I'm super passionate about. So especially since it's this kind of work has changed my life so much. So what I've noticed with um, a lot of you guys listening and a lot of clients is that a lot of when I things when I reference estrogen and um, either high or low estrogen, it seems like that's really a soft spot and that's a lot of um, what you guys that are listening are dealing with. So I'm going to really hone into some more estrogen stuff and kind of show you the process of um, what I do when I'm with a client and really see if this can create some extra value for you. So I want to give you a little bit of a background again on estrogen. You've probably heard me say it in other other episodes and things like that. But when we're talking about estrogen, there could either be excess estrogen, you could have low estrogen, which is my, um, a lot of my issue that I've dealt with for years. That's why I have the major bone loss in my jaw. or there's people on the other end of the spectrum with higher levels of estrogen, which is going to um, be along the ter- the lines of breast cancer, probably um, different things like that. And we'll go into more details, but um, if you've heard the other episodes, then you would kind of have an idea. But basically, if you are dry and cranky, as Dr. Sarah, one of my favorite authors says, then you have low estrogen. Okay, so that's dry and cranky is low estrogen. And then if you're depressed and chunky, so overweight is going to be your um, excess estrogen. Now, along with that, you're going to just know, or from what I've been talking about is, as with any of your hormones, if one's thrown off, then pretty much they're all going to be thrown off. But this is where you're going to see a lot of the symptoms. So one of the first things I always like to do with clients is to really have them assess their lifestyle. And because I have people come to me or they'll fill out my paperwork and they really seriously think that they're doing everything that they can. And I, um, which I am super glad that they're at least taking some, you know, efforts and working on it. But a lot of times they're barely scratching the surface. And sometimes they come to me when they're a little frustrated or they're not getting the results that they want. And so it's um, it's fun to be able to see them, you know, give them some new hope and some new guidance that maybe they didn't have before. Now, one of the first things that we I want everybody to understand is um, to really assess your diet. I've talked a lot about mind, emotions, and all of that stuff, which plays so much of a role in this. But um, one of the first things I'd like for your people to do is look at your lifestyle. And a lot of times you know the things you should eat and the things you shouldn't eat, or that's what people say, right? We know that. But they're not either following it or they're um, blatantly disobeying it or... They have no self-control from what they say. So kind of like look at your food situation. Is it simply because you really don't know better choices? Or is it because you flat out don't have the desire to like go to the work? Or you just don't have that drive? Which is really fun when I work with clients to be able to show them and help them to be able to 
you know, get over that desire and it's not as hard as you think. Um, you know, really working with them to be able to understand like, where is this food stuff coming from? Yes, there's advertisements for all kinds of stuff, but I think innately, most of us have a grasp of what we should and shouldn't eat. Like if I was to place them in front of you, one of the basic things, um, protocol would be just shop on the outside of the grocery store, right? The bread aisle, the chip aisle, the cookie aisle, those are all going to be down the center um, of the store. They're not going to be around the perimeter. So around the perimeter, you have your fruits, vegetables, you know, your good meats. There's going to be crappy meats also, but you know, your good meats, your eggs, all of that kind of stuff is going to be around the perimeter, except for normally the bakery and the alcohol sections are at the front as you start to walk around. So I would skip those all together for lots of reasons, but that's a general thing is to start in the produce section and fill up as much as you possibly can in as you go around the grocery store. So the reason that I want you to understand that is because um, understanding why you are or not, you are doing something or you are not doing something uncovers so much. And so really, really being honest with yourself because you could take, like I said in other episodes, you could take all the supplements in the world, but if you're not doing the food part, right, if you're really having a hard time with sugar, right, which most of my clients do, and that's one of the first things we work on is the sugar because of that sugar craving that, you know, that desires that they can't get rid of by themselves, they need some help, um, if, if getting rid of the stuff that is easy to get rid of for you, start with that. So I really don't need to eat chips. I could eat this instead. I don't need to eat that. Like it's just, I have a habit of buying it or, um, you know, paying attention to those things that like, no, that little thing keeps talking in my head. Like I really want that food item and, um, getting, pulling the things out that you don't need, you can do without. And then it leaves you with, what is left of, oh crud, like I see, I think I seriously have an issue with that. I think I have an issue with sugar or I really have a bread issue, which I hear from a lot of people is I do have a bread issue. I'm a carbs. I love carbs, which you, um, is one of those things for estrogen. Um, that is a, a, a big problem. So I'll just start with that actually with the carbs. So any processed flour or sugar is going to increase your insulin. So it sends insulin into your blood. And what happens when you have insulin in your blood is it, it kind of has a few different factors, but there's a hormone, which I, I don't remember what episode I, it was that I talked about it in, but um, there's a hormone leptin that is also produced in your body. So basically estrogen and um, leptin have been found to like, they're kind of on that same um, biochemical pathway. So it's like they travel the same road, okay? So when you have a low estrogen level, leptin, which is the hormone that is released from your fat stores, so it's basically, it comes out of your fat stores and it pushes that hunger button and says, okay, it's time to go get food. So when your estrogen levels are low, then um, then the leptin is triggering more. So it's you eat more. So that's one of the first signs of for me 
is as soon as I know that I'm eating more than normal, which is normally right before my period, like I can't get full, I just want to eat everything, then that is um, normally an indicator to me that my estrogen levels have gone, have dropped. And so, especially when I'm not, when I'm eating at times, I don't normally eat. So when your estrogen levels are normal or normal range, right, it doesn't, that leptin doesn't get triggered. But what happens with um, insulin is that insulin also has a dynamic with these. So when, like I mentioned before, whenever you eat, your body releases insulin into the um, blood. Well, if you have um, excess estrogen, so that's the opposite of what I was talking about with me. If you have extra estrogen, right, then, um, and you eat insulin, things, you know, processed food, uh, flours, processed sugars. So this is the flours and anything made from flour and sugar that flour or sugar um, is concentrated. That means it doesn't have the fibers. It's going to be kind of just a hit to your body. Um, it, it leads to higher insulin levels and higher estrogen levels. So it, then you you end up with things like insulin resistance. I mean, there's all kinds of issues that come up. So whether you're high, high estrogen, low estrogen, regardless, the number one thing I work with clients on is really working on their sugar cravings, really understanding why there's times that you're totally cool with not having a lot of sugar or flour and there's times that you're not. So really looking at that and understanding um, that is going to even just to starting to be aware because that does 100% affect your insulin or your um, estrogen levels. So if you, I have a lot of people that just want to eat it sometimes or, you know, just once a day, they, they, their brain has all of this story and I like to listen to the story, but then we are going to get to the bottom of it because it's one of those things that's wrecking havoc and is really, um, really a problem for a lot of, um, women. So that's going to be one of the first things. The other thing is that there, if you're eating stuff from um, the center aisles of the store, so you've got food um, chemicals on your foods, you've got different preservatives, all of this kind of stuff. And those are called, those are things, a lot of them, the chemicals and stuff are going to, are called xenoestrogens. And so what they are is basically it's, um, a chemical that goes into your body and mimics estrogen. So the interesting thing about these is that they're normally stored in your breast and your fat cells. So I want you to think about where do you have your fat? Is it around your um, your bra line? Is it around your stomach, the upper stomach, lower stomach? And as we've talked about before, if it's in the bra line, we have the um, your breast, all of that, right? We also have issues in the heart chakra same with down in the stomach you have all of the issues in the stomach um digestion all of that and so there's kind of the twofold and it's fun to work with clients to be able to see and uncover why their body's holding on to things in different areas and everybody's so different and everybody really needs a little bit um you know fine tuning depending what what's going on with them and so what happens is this comes in and mimics estrogen well it Sometimes some of it will be block certain receptors and some of it will block other ones. So it may block for me like it were it blocked the um, receptors for bone growth, which, you know, I obviously have low estrogen. And so that messed up that one. Um, 
could also block issues or stuff going on with the breast. So, or could activate it. So it's kind of like, it could be overactive, it could be underactive, just really depends. And that's going to be chemicals on your foods, right? In your canned foods, plastics, you hear this all over the place, BPAs. Um, so I could go into all of this stuff to avoid. But what I would say is to make it simple is get the most natural of everything you possibly can. Laundry detergents, zero air fresheners, um, you know, candles, all of that kind of stuff are going to be problematic. Also, look at your toothpastes, look at your, um, what what are you using as in the microwave? Are you warming up plastic? Like don't ever do that. If you have to use a microwave, just don't ever use plastic in there. Um, Your sunscreens, your deodorant, flame retardants, soap, your soaps on your laundry, um, new furniture, just do you get stuff from your car man I could go into a building where there's an air freshener and oh I feel so awful really fast so the the key would be to eat from glass ceramic or stainless steel okay as often as you possibly can especially if you're having to warm things up also um don't put anything on your body unless it's like you can um uh, you know what the words are on the the ingredients, okay? Because especially on your skin, you have so many phyto, or you have so many estrogen receptors on your face that you just, they are, they've even done research and they've tied that to other issues in the body and the breast and cervical cancer and stuff like that simply because of the stuff that they, those um, on their face. So that's one thing that you really want to address. So that's kind of a rundown of food. If you need more ideas and stuff, there's lots online and things like that. Um, but if if th- that one's more, that one's easier to get rid of because there's not a whole bunch of emotions and things that are connected to those items as it is with the food. So that's why normally when I'm working with clients, the foods are a lot harder to deal with. So whether your estrogen is high or low, you want to be sure that you um, really address that, it, those issues, the food and the um the chemicals on the body and the foods and things like that. So the other things that we really like to assess, I I find so strongly to assess is, you know, what is your exercise like? Um, Is it, are you exercising too much? And that's really causing some issues. Are you exercising too little? Um, And a lot of times you're instinctively, you know, um, you know, like, man, that just was too much. That didn't make me feel good. Or, you know, I really have the lazy bug and I don't want to do any of it. That's going to be something that's super important. Your sleep is super important as well. Um, you know, for sure, get in bed by 10 o'clock and if, um, get up by six, if that's, if that's the most, that is the best, the most possible. And I've mentioned that in other episodes where 10 o'clock is the kapha hours based on Ayurvedic medicine. So that's going to be the hours to start, your body starts to slow down and get heavy. And so really, um, you know, I mean, right before that. So after 10 o'clock, you're going to start to pick up energy and stuff again. So you really want that melatonin and those levels to really kick in around before 10 o'clock or around 10 o'clock if possible. 
And um, waking up at a decent hour, not sleeping in, is going to be a super huge help. Now, if you're having a problem sleeping, um, you know, I really don't like clients to take melatonin if possible. There's other other forms. Yoga Nidra helps you go to sleep. Meditation, different things like that are really going to help you more so because as soon as you start taking stuff, your body becomes dependent on it, um, which, it, you know, give, a, give their take my opinion. But what I do think is um, when I see people come to me and they just want supplements, they're only going to work so long because if you don't get to the underlying root of the problem, either you're going to have to take more supplements or um, another problem is going to arise, which, you know, I, you, you know how that goes. More supplements or medications or whatever goes on like that. So really looking at your amount of caffeine, um, alcohol that you're eating and or consuming, um, those throw off the estrogen levels like crazy so that's something that um, I would really assess. And, you know, some people are addicted to those things and you really need help getting over that kind of stuff. And that's what um, working with someone I can see, like, what? let's get to the root of the problem is what is the emotions that you're covering up? What is it you're not wanting to deal with? Um, you know, that kind of stuff is going to be really, really um critical information for yourself so so really be sure to ask yourself those kinds of things and just be humble and willing to to understand um i would also say really watch um how much um you're on social media <laughs> that sounds so crazy but um it's those of us that are um have issues with estrogen okay um, we can be affected pretty easily by that kind of thing or, um, you know, not um, really being authentic to ourselves is going to be more what I'm what I'm referring to. So um, that leads me into really talking, really listening um, to what you want, what you need, those kinds of things. And I'll give you a perfect example. The other day, um, my husband was a little bit grumpy about some stuff and I was like, I really wanted to say something, but then I was trying to be nice and calm and, um, cause I quite frankly didn't feel like he should be grumpy about it, which is so rude, but it was, I felt like I should have at least talked to him about it because, um, that's what I was feeling like I should do. I was nicely going to talk to him about it, but I never did. And so I went to bed kind of um, a little bit frustrated. And um, the next morning, I woke up like feeling like crap, like my body hurt. Um, I, you know, like all of my low estrogen symptoms were totally inflamed. So I couldn't exercise because I was so stinking tired. There was just, um, I was so, I couldn't, I couldn't get full. I kept wanting to eat more and more until like, and I was like, holy cow, like what threw me for a loop? I am not going to start my period. I've done, I've been feeling so good. And then it like, as soon as I like asked the question, I was like, oh my gosh, like it was because I got ticked off, didn't say what I wanted to say, or just at least deal with it. I didn't even have to really say it. I just really needed to deal with it. Right. Um, but like, it affected me for almost two days physically until I was able to like 
really do my deep breathing, really, you know, figure out what I needed to wrap my brain around. And then I was fine. So your mind and the things that you're dealing with and the put you're putting on your plate, like you already have enough on your plate. And then when you add social media and things like that, and it's just one more dynamic, one more thing that is, um, could cause a situation like that. So just, and people always go, how do you know that? And I'm like, well, I've done this enough times. I've worked with enough people that I can tell when something gets thrown out of whack pretty quick that it's, and I didn't change anything in my eating or I didn't come into contact with anything new, then it was going to, it had to be something that was internal inside of me. So um, it was good to be able to see that. And I'm, I hope that that helped you to be able to see like when you start feeling like crap or is it all the time that you're feeling out of whack and, you know, totally out of balance, not intimate, all of that kind of stuff, right? So the other thing is um, the really uh, part of your lifestyle that you really need to assess is your relationships. How are those looking? How are you showing up in them? Are you being um, the best that you can be? Or is it you can't even show up in those? That's something you really need to assess. And why what's going on there and especially in your romantic relationships so if you're married and your spouse um you know is is, what is going on there because that's a huge stressor and if you have low estrogen levels um really the actually either of them the last thing you want to do is be intimate but it's one of the best things for you not only because it creates that um bond and that dopamine and all of the stuff that really helps increase your estrogen levels, but um, that that bonding is so huge for that confidence and stuff like that. So um, if that is an issue, if that's a sore spot and an issue, then that's something that needs to be addressed that you need to really look at and see how how is this estrogen stuff or affecting my lifestyle or is my lifestyle affecting my estrogen levels, which I would like to offer it could go both ways. So um, I hope that you found this one helpful. This is just a, a one that I feel so passionate about and I hope that it really serves you. Let me know if you have any questions. If you would like to talk, I would love to um, work with you. I'm doing currently three six-month um, clients. And so um, if you go to danapalmercoaching.com and under work with me, go on ahead and fill out um, the form there and we'll chat and see if it looks like we'd be a good pair. Um, otherwise, just use this information. Do your best that you can and reach out to me. Let me know how I could help you. Um, otherwise, Dana Palmer Coaching at gmail.com is my email, um, Instagram and Facebook as well. And I look forward to talking to you next week. Have a good week. Bye. <music>